Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Hangover Podcast where we raise the bar in order to own all things FPL related. We are coming to you on the 28th of November. Game week 13 has finished and we are less than 48 hours away from game week 14. So that's the reason for the early episode. There's a whole feast of FPL fun in front of us. And uh, fun fact, actually, there are more FPL game weeks in the festive period this year than Seamus has points from any of his transfers since his wildcard. And here to justify why we should listen to him, my podcast partner in crime, Seamus, how are you getting on, my friend? I'm doing very good. Very good. Thank you for having me. Although, you know, why you should listen to me is because I actually spout correct facts, unlike your incorrect fact there. <laughs> there are eight game weeks over the festive period, starting from, let's say, game week 14 to 21. And I have 14 points from my 10 transfers I've made since my wildcard. I'll have you know. Okay. Not, 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 not really doing much service there. An average of 1.4 points per transfer immediately. But what I would say is they generally have been doing better in week two, three, or four since I've had them. But only if you're a defender, like Trent or Cancelo. Well, the spirit of my message was uh, was accurate. It was accurate in spirit, which is kind of... It holds true in spirit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the point of the whole show. It's like, it's accurate in the spirit of FPL. And speaking of the spirit of FPL, how was game week 13 for you? Was it green arrow, red arrow? Big fat red, big fat red arrow. I've just dropped outside 100k again. So as, uh, as you pointed out earlier, I, I don't come on the pod when I have a green arrow. No. I'm just modest like that. So last week I broke into top 100k again for like the first time since like game week six or something like that. I dropped outside 100k. Um, but yeah, I got up to 91k. And at the minute, it looks like on live FPL, I had, they had me at like 105k. Um, so a bit of a meh game week. Had all the guys that did bits. I think I had a game week rank of 2.7 million. So I'd like points from Sanchez, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Salah Captain, and Tony. The rest all blanked. Uh, my move this week was to get in James for Chilwell. Uh, I had exact cash for it. Didn't want to overthink it, so I did that move. And James got one point to go with, like I mentioned there, last week I got Kane, two points. Week before that, Chilwell, two points. A couple weeks before that, Tony and Trent, two points at one point. Before that, Vardy and Cancelo, one point each. Before that, Antonio Gallagher-Alonso. Two two zero. So yeah, there's my fourteen points and for my ten transfers. Like you can see there, Gallagher's got, got me points subsequently. Cancelo has, Trent has, even Tony the last two weeks has scored. Chilwell last week. Uh, I just really wish two weeks ago I I got James instead of Chilwell. That would have been. I think he was up like something like seven or eight points in him anyway. Plus I wouldn't have had to use my transfer this week uh, on that. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I hijacked the show there. <laughs> oh yeah, big time. I was like, I wanted to give you as much time as you could because it it has been a couple of weeks, and yeah, you really seemed like you were venting there. You just you just letting it all spill out. These are my transfers. This is what I've done. Like I could have got chill. I there's probably a million more times you're gonna do that between now and the end of the show. So for everyone listening oh, yeah. and watching, like and subscribe now because you'll probably be you know you might not make it to the end. I think James has got a lot to get off his chest, but um. It was a green arrow for me this week, Seamus. I'm keeping the, the spirit of the show alive in the in the sense of like, oh, we might know what we're talking about at times. <laughs> You're single-handedly keeping the pod going. Yeah, well, yeah. And uh, 25K is my current overall rank. So 
25.7k to be fair and uh yeah no it was another green week uh green arrow week 62 points overall i think the safety score on live fpl net was 57 so um not massively above that but uh not for a little green arrow um same as yourself shame it's not a whole lot of difference between the two teams uh happy to see tony returning the big difference is jota jota diogo jota whatever way you want to say it uh I did get him in this week, folding out for Jota, so that was 14 points uh, in the bag. Uh, you know, I'll take that. Uh, pretty happy with the with the week overall. But spinning it back to you, Seamus. No Jota? No no whole lot of Jota? No Diego Gota. Yeah, yeah as I've seen him called on Twitter. Uh, well, I wouldn't call him the GOAT just yet. He still has a ways to go before he's better than Salah. I think I saw, but... I think I saw Diego, Diego Shota, Shota. It was I got a chuckle out of me, but... I think it's butchered. That works well. Yeah. yeah, well, I I wanted him um, the last couple of weeks. I made a decision two weeks ago to go for Kane or Jota at the time, mm-hmm. uh, and I went with Kane. Um, this is when he. This was last. Here we go. Last week. Here's one of those moments. And I knew this was gonna. This is all gonna come apart. Yeah. yeah. Well, we 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 mentioned it pre-pod, and I think I, we we talked in a, when I was on the pod two weeks ago. Um, I was. We're talking about. Do we get Kane? Do we get Son? And I was like, I would be surprised if I got either of them. I think I'm just gonna get Jota. And in the end, I went with Kane and deferred Jota for two game weeks. It was really about who gets more in the next two, Jota or Kane. And I thought Kane would. So. Yeah, I went with Kane. I said, I'll get, I'll get Jota in game week 14. And yeah, uh, it turned out to be completely the wrong move because not only has Jota got three goals in that time, Kane has only had one game because his game today got uh, postponed. And the man I sold Kane for, uh, Jamie Vardy, ended up uh, <laughs> banging too. So I'm down five goals in that transaction because um, I could have got Jota in without you know a hit or anything that week. So... Yeah, that's uh, that's me standing here holding my dick in my hand and uh, yeah, not not doing so well. But look, these are the breaks. That was a fifty-fifty call. Paddy's off this week, Seamus. I thought we were gonna keep the dick jokes to a minimum, out of respect for our, our I, missing comrade. I was afraid that this pod would be like PG thirteen mm. or you know family friendly yeah. if someone didn't start swearing. So I just felt like I'll just get it out of the way early. I don't know how much I swear. I've been told it's it's quite a bit. But uh... <laughs> we were told that we are very unfamily friendly or family unfriendly. Yeah. I guess is the phrase I'm looking for. By multiple people, uh, yeah, multiple people. It's a bit irritating. But anyway, back to <laughs> to <laughs> FBL. Yeah. Um, Jata, yeah, I guess he's on your hit list now. He's your numero uno targeto. Yeah, he was going to be coming in this week. Like I said uh, two weeks ago. It was Kane. I went for it and I was like, I'll, I'll roll game week 13 and I'll get Jota in because I can't get Jota now um, without uh, freeing up some money. Mm. So I got to sell either Tony or Antonio. Um, so one of those who has to go then down to a cheaper player and then I can upgrade uh, Sar to to Jota. Now, annoyingly, Sar dropped last night. Really annoying. So because, you know, he was at six, he was at 6.1 like a week ago. And then he dropped before the deadline. Then he dropped like after the deadline again. So it's that's very frustrating. Um, yeah, so he'll become Jota. <laughs> stop, stop laughing. But the problem is now because Chilwell got injured last week and I had to the exact money to go for James, that seemed like a no-brainer. Now if I want to get Jota in this week, I'm going to have to take a hit. 
but I might just roll it and I might just do it at the weekend instead. I don't know just yet. It's it's frustrating. After this, the, the most annoying part here is trying to decide who to downgrade from Tony or Antonio because mm. um, there's merits to keeping both. They both still have some decent fixtures coming up. Antonio's is tougher right now. Um, well, he just played City. Well, that, but uh, I assume that's why you yeah. to come on this week. You just wanted to to get my opinion on the whole thing. I'll go up, I'd love up to get your opinion on it. No, I get yeah. it, man. I get it. I respect that. Um, I would just say, guess like Everton, Wolves, Villa, and Newcastle in the next four for for Jota. I'm happy uh, with that. Um, if I like, you're talking about like, would you? Would I take a hit for this week? Um, in a way, match to Everton. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily mind rolling it. I think like that could like I I am ha- put it this way. I'm very happy I have shown it against Everton. But like if you if you went eh, maybe I to be honest, I, the last time I thought that was against Arsenal and he scored and I know yeah that was the game, same so. against Arsenal. I was like I thought the same. I thought you know what Arsenal it's a tough game, but then Tavares decided to pass in the ball yeah. onto the penalty spot and he had an easy tap in. So that is liable to happen anyway. But Liverpool are just so good. Just need to get on. I agree. Like Liver like I said it. A couple of weeks ago, I said Liverpool smashing team four nil. There's nothing for me. I like because everyone has Alexander Arnold. Everyone has Salah captain. I like if you even had Van Dyke or Robertson this week. You know, there's an extra 12, 15 points. It doesn't have to be. Um, it doesn't have to be Jota. Even Mane. Okay, I know Mane did nothing. I think it does. Like, I'm going to correct you right there. Like, no, it does. I mean, like, I can't. Yeah. I can't justify going Jota or Manny over Jota. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Sorry, I agree. And you do need to think about it now because uh, maximize that whole Firmino being absenting. But I mean, it's easy to say that after he's gone off and got a brace. Do you know what I mean? It's easy to go, oh well, James, like this is what you got to do. But um, you have been focused on someone else, and you you did go on about Jota. You mentioned the previous, you know, you talked about him. Um, but there was another player that you were kind of going on about two weeks ago and he, he didn't do much last week but he did deliver this week and it's a Man City asset it's not Foden it's not KDB it's uh, someone that you know kind of rang a few doorbells last year and ran away then this KDB. year KDB no Gundogan Gund- oh. Gundogan yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I laugh at, I laugh at suggestions of KDB he's just like falling off the face of the earth as an FPL asset he's never really recovered from you know his his injuries. I think. I think. Yeah, he's. He, yeah. There has been a lot of there's been a lot of shit going on, and this year is kind of a bit of a write off. But we've seen that happen before. He's had seasons where you know he needed recovery time, or he was in, specifically injured. And uh, I think we know that you know he's what he's capable of once you start seeing a bit of form return to him. Like I'm not writing him off in the future, but yeah, right now he's dead. He is dead. Nah, to he's us. old. He he's older now. I'm. I think he's past his peak now. All right. I don't think he'll ever. He'll ever. I don't think he'll ever get to. Now, in fairness, that. The heights he was at was immense. Like he was a great player. Yeah. I don't think he'll ever get back there again. You know, he'll show flashes of it, but he won't be consistent, and he won't prove his price in the FPL. Um, right, right down. Hot take, Seamus. KDB's done as an asset. So the next Foden is the future of uh, like uh, Man City FPL, or you know, maybe Grealish will will get better too. But like Sterling's on his uh, KDB, his downward decline now. KDB, KDB has been next. is what I've written down here. So hopefully <laughs> that comes back to bite you in the ass. But yeah, speaking of assets that aren't has been Gundogan. Uh, yeah, go for it. Tell me, what's your pitch? Well, the the pitch is that you know everyone had been disappointed in Foden before his injury. You know, three blanks in a row. Then he kind of got this knock, and he was talking about being out. And look, it was an easy move for you this week to go Foden to Jota. Mm-hmm. So I, I knew like 
before anything happened and you didn't have a chill injury to deal with, I was like, that's going to be Joe's move. And I was kind of jealous of it. So I just needed Jota to be quiet. But I had been considering going for Gundogan. He's about the same price. I think he's 7.1. I'm open to correction. I could be 7.2 now. But he's been getting into the 7.2. box. He's been arriving. 7.2. He's 7.2. owned. No, 3.1%. Sorry, I keep going across here. <laughs> but he's 3.1%. I don't know where the fuck I just read 11.8. Sorry. That could be someone like Bernardo Silva or something like that who's a similar price. But compared to like Foden, who's who's injured anyway, Gundogan's still arriving into the box. He's still taking up a lot of the same positions he was last year with. Uh, we know how well he plays when Kevin De Bruyne is not in the team and Kevin De Bruyne hasn't been in the team. Kevin De Bruyne has had COVID. Mm-hmm. Who knows how long it's going to take him to get over that fully. Um, so I was thinking well, he's going to be doing he's his... done anyway, so I wouldn't worry about it. He's a has-been anyway. But when he's in the team, it is going to stunt... Uh, it may stunt Gundogan's... Um, you know, advanced positions, you know, but he will arrive in the box. Uh, he gets a lot of those tap-ins, typical Bernard Silva does. He's done it first in the past, so I have good will towards the man. Um, you know, he's, that's his, is that his second goal of the season now he scored, but uh, he got assist then as well. He's good. Oh, he's on two before today, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, three goals. Yeah, I think he's just, um, you know, the reason of being is City has this amazing fixture run. So from 14 onwards, it's Villa, Watford, Wolves, Leeds, Newcastle, Leicester, Brentford. That takes you up to the 29th of December. Um, it's like just like so many green ticket fixtures on there. You know, he's, there'll be rotation there, but like I can see, okay, Aston Villa is a tough one. We don't know what to expect from them from Stephen Gerrard's Villa just yet. Uh, but Watford away, Leeds at home, Newcastle away, uh, Brentford away. Hmm. Uh, those are like four fixtures in the next eight that are you know in the next seven that are like just amazing so so what you're saying yeah, is you're, you're going to get in gundigan instead of jota you're going to put your money uh, where your no, mouth no. is no what i want like ultimately my plan is i'd love to just do it now and just, just do take it the now, do it live have, and i'd love to just have a like I'll, I'll do it look at my team right now and tell you what i'd love to do i'd love to go no don't do that that's just wanking into your no, podcast no, no. Fuck you, Antonio. Get out of there, right? <laughs> Come in. Welcome to my team, Dennis. Sit on my bench for the next couple of weeks. Bye-bye, Sar. In you come, Jota. What's that leave me with? 0.9 left. There you Rafinha go. Rafinha. To... Rafinha, that leaves me 7.5 for a midfielder. I'm not going to get to Foden, so... You're going and this is the whole reason... I'm... Do it now. This Do is... it now. This is the whole reason I'm thinking of it, because I can't get... I know I can't get to Foden there as well, and then I could get Bernardo or I could get Gundogan, and I know which I prefer. I prefer Gundogan. Go for it. I do that. Go for it right now. Dude, take a minus eight. Just do it, man. Oh, Have a bit of balls. Just, yeah. This is what wins competitions. You might win the the Premier the the comp, the FPL Hangover Manager of the Month award if you make oh, yes. those kind of decisions. Because it's for the month of December. If I do my hits now on the twenty eighth of November, yeah. does that count for next month or? Well, the next game week is is the next game week in the start of December. It is, isn't it? Tuesday is the 30th and Wednesday is the 1st. Oof. I'm just going to leave it up to whatever the game says when I when I put it to December. <laughs> when yeah, I just go to so. manager the one for December, I'm going to use those totals. So I'm not going to make that call live on air. So what you're saying is if you want to win the manager of the month for December, take your, take hits, your hits now. now. So you're endorsing this minus eight. And then I would have Salah, Jota, Gundogan and Gallagher in midfield. I think it's what you've a... been missing. It's what you've been missing for a couple of seasons now, Seamus. That bit of that bit of uh, ruthless aggression. You know, that's what you <laughs> yeah. need. Yeah, I, I just need to think about this because I do need to take out one of my forwards, <laughs> and I have too much money in there. It's just I need to to downgrade to someone playing, and I think 
someone like King or someone like Dennis is just that's the obvious move, isn't it? I, I just got to decide what to do because well, my alternative about, is Tony down to 4.4. Let's talk about that for a second. You've mentioned King and Dennis and they were both on the score sheet this week against Leicester when they lost 4-2. Um, so, yeah, they are scoring. Um, Watford forwards, though. Bit of a nasty couple of fixtures coming up uh, in the immediate future, am I right? Yeah, the next two are not great at all. You've got Chelsea at home and City at home. Now, at least they're at home. What the fuck <laughs> does that mean to a team that just conceded <laughs> four goals to Leicester? And did they like? Didn't they lose five two to Everton or five three to Everton? Or did they be- beat Everton five three? No, they beat, they beat Everton. Everton. They beat Everton yeah, yeah. five. Two, I just think, boy. like, correct me if I'm wrong now, because I mean, I'll, I'll caveat this with the fact that I haven't really looked at a post Ranieri Watford in terms of stats and stuff but we are getting to that stage where you know the matches are adding up and the, the stats are becoming a bit more significant but they seem to be just a lot more gung-ho you know <laughs> like they, they hammered up United last week um, four goals um, they got two against Leicester this week like is it like the less they are, their forwards are on form so is it fair to say do you think Seamus that Ranieri has made them more attacking it seems to be that yeah. way. Now, it's. I'd have to look into the underlying numbers a bit more. That's what I'm saying. But I tried to caveat because re- I think neither yeah, of us have done it's, our due diligence with the stats there. But go on. It, it's difficult, right? There's um, there's six games since Ranieri's come in. Three of them, they failed to score. So Southampton at home, they lost 1-0. Arsenal away, they lost 1-0. And Liverpool at home, they lost 5-0. Mm-hmm. But then on the, the opposite side of that, so you're thinking, oh, three blanks, uh, especially two of them at home. You're thinking, oh, not great. But then they've scored two away to Leicester, four at home to Man United, and five away to Everton. So, yeah, it's hard. Now, if you think about the Man United game, two of those came in the last five minutes of the game. Yeah, yeah, they were two one up. They got, but they yeah. did also uh, miss but, two penalties. Well, one yeah, penalty and, then, and whatever. Yeah. And then Everton, you know, like I think three of those goals came in the last 10 minutes against Everton. So they're scoring some late goals. But, um, yeah, he just seems to have them set up to just kind of just go, 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 attack, attack, attack. And uh, I was looking at the XG of that game because I missed the Leicester Watford game. I wanted to see what the story was. Um, and I'm on the Fantasy Football Scout members area here looking at the XG. And it's like Leicester 2.35, Watford 2.65. So on the XG, they technically should have uh, won. But that's obviously not how games go. But my point is they, they were quite attacking slightly more attacking than Leicester in fact yeah, they so, were deserving yeah. of their goals like they were creating the chances yeah so it all balances out that they've got six goals uh, they got 11 goals in six games since Ranieri's come in so that's nearly two a game so I mean in and the, the real reason that they stand out here is that no one else in the forward line of our teams here is doing any good like if I look at form mm-hmm. if I just look at forward sorted by form on the FPL site Dennis's top of the form is 6.5 then Pookie 5.2 Armstrong 5.2 Jimenez 5.2 Watkins 4.8 Adams 4.8 even Vardy who just scored like 12 points today with two goal brace against Watford he's like I'm going to say ninth or 10th on the list with form of 4.2 that's how poor his form up to this had been. That even after getting a double-digit haul like this, he's not kind of zoomed, jumped up to the top of the list. Watkins is like fifth on the list. Adams, it's a real who's who of crap. Shit, 
Yeah. <laughs> so it's um yeah. So, so like you, would, you're just what you're saying is you can justify yeah you can justify dropping down to the the like they're very cheap like uh, less sub six million strikers are obvious a gift and uh, yeah no I mean I'm with you I am going to give it a bit more time though as we mentioned like tough enough fixtures but if you're in a situation uh, like similar to yourself Seamus where it's where you know you're looking at making maybe a structural change, i.e., you're getting rid of a striker or you're and adding to a midfield. Like that's maybe where you make that few bob, and you mightn't have to jump all the way down to a, a four point four cannon fodder either. You could be able to get in on a pretty cheap uh, Watford striker. Um, but you mentioned Antonio, and you're looking at getting rid of him. He has been woeful. I think it's two goals in his last nine matches, and. Um, it continued this now. I know no one was expecting a whole lot from Antonio this week. A lot of people benched him. A lot of people saw him coming back onto their teams because of the postponement in the Spurs match. And uh, yeah, a lot of disappointed FPL managers right now in Antonio's recent performance. Are you sell sell sell? Yeah, like I brought him in for a hit, uh, like in a like a mini wildcard tree move um, transfer. Mm-hmm. That also saw me bringing in Alonso. I'm spending a lot of money on Chelsea uh, transfers and Chelsea pullbacks this season. Uh, so seven game weeks ago, and uh, I, I tied it up there. He got like two, two, seven, one, two, 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 or something like that. He's really got me like a seven pointer and all a bunch of twos since then. Um, he had been flying, but uh, he has not been good since I've had him back. And West Ham have looked good. I mean, in that game time, they scored seven goals in two games against Villa and Liverpool. He wasn't involved at all. Um, you know, yeah. away to Wolves. Then they played Wolves away. They lost 1-0. I was, I was expecting to do better than that. Wolves are a decent team, but they just were off it that day. And I think I threw him in today because Sarah was going to be injured and it was going to be him or Sissoko. But, um, but like, breaking away from your own FPL team, like, there's plenty of FPL managers out there that are saying, you know, like, oh, why would I ever get rid of Antonio? You know, we know what a proven FPL asset he is. And, uh, you know, Brighton this week, at home to Brighton, that's, you'd think on paper if you viewed Antonio that way, that, you know, that's a pretty good fixture. Yeah. He's in the ICT rank index for forwards. He's number one for threat and number one for creativity. His ICT index overall is one. He's number two for influence. So like the ICT index is saying that, you know, he's still up there. Mm. However, I think that's factoring in the entire season. So for the entire season with six goals, four assists in 13 games, he's doing, you know, as well as most forwards. Mm. Um, so that's probably why he's in there. But it, you got to just look at form. I haven't seen today's game against City. But anytime I've watched him, he pulls out right, he pulls out left. He kind of drags people left and right. He hasn't looked extremely threatening. And the reason I haven't sold him is I wanted to show the faith with him. You know, he did so well at the start of the season. Yeah, we've had him previous seasons. One of the things I don't want to do is, you know, sell too early. Now, we should also point out, just looking at it here, the most goals he's ever scored in the Premier League season is 10 Mm. the last two seasons. So I don't know why we're expecting him necessarily to score 18, 15 goals this year. Maybe he's because he started off on on fire. I think that's why. I mean, the whole question with Antonio was always whether he could maintain his fitness. You know, and so yeah. far he hasn't had injury problems this season, and you know, obviously long may it continue for him. But we are coming into a pretty jam-packed uh, session for the next couple of weeks, uh, fixtures-wise. And you got to imagine, mm-hmm. um, you know, he, he might miss one or two, so that would soften the blow and make it maybe a little less nervy. Maybe it's Brighton he misses Seamus. Yeah, it won't soften it for me if he starts and bangs in two goals against Brighton this week, though. Especially considering I have Sanchez and goals. But it, yeah, it's a really. Uh, <laughs> It's a really hard game to kind of sell him for. Um, 
it's easier for me to sell Tony. And look, by rights, I should be looking at selling Kane. Yeah. Because he's just not proving to be valuable. Why do you think you should sell Tony? He's just come off the back of two goals. Because i got to sell someone. Like, and it's got to be a forward. So would you sell Kane, Tony, or Antonio? I'd be kicking Antonio I mean, right out of there. Antonio yeah, down I mean, to... Um, it would depend on what your second move is, but Antonio down to, like, preferably a Watford striker or a basement mm. bargain, if that's the way it works out, do you know? No, see, Tony has to be... If I'm getting rid of Tony, it has to go the whole way down to 4.4. So you're talking Davis yeah, or Lacadia. That's, so, that's and fair enough. That, that leaves me with a player a non-playing player over the Christmas period. Look, I'd have Sissoko and I'd have Livermento. Maybe I only ever go too deep on my bench over Christmas, but then all you need is like one injury or one suspension, like a red card for somebody, and all of a sudden you've got one player on your bench. You're really struggling. So I don't want to do that unless it's absolutely necessary. So I think like, you can get away with one bench fodder. I've been getting away with two for... for, uh, for I don't know, the last month, and now that's something I do want to rectify this week, but I think mm. you you even mentioned it to me, I think, uh, not so long ago, that like you so rarely get your third sub off the bench. Oh, yeah, and that's what I was going to do. That, that, that was in my head. I was like, I'm not worried about going down to 4.4 for for my third player. It's like, how often will I need it? And it, like most weeks, you won't need it. Okay? Yeah. One week, you might go, yeah, I don't need any substitutions. But say, for example, I do that, and next week... Um, I don't know. Rafina gets it. No, say. Don't be creating uh, some hypothetical situation. <laughs> no, just say Rudiger gets uh, his fifth yellow card or something like that, and he's going to miss a Is game. Is he on four? Right. No, I just picked a name. <laughs> of a, okay, like, so completely hypothetical. I don't know what he's Go on, yeah, but. yeah. Say he like. Well, say he gets a red card, or just say he gets like his fifth yellow. Or just say smashes someone. He's just. Yeah, something like that. Uh, then all of a sudden, okay, well, okay, he's not going to play next game, so he's going to be last on my bench, and then I've got Davis, so that means, oh, I've only got one person on my bench, and that's whoever, Livermento maybe, or maybe that's Sissoko. It's actually going to be Sissoko, and I'm playing Livermento probably against some bad pick. You know, I'm not really in a great position there. <laughs> Someone gets rotated, like, I've got players who can be rotated, like Cancelo, James, you know, Gallagher, any of these guys could get dropped. Um do I really want to do it? So it, it does appeal more to go to Antonio down, to someone like King or Dennis, who I'm pretty certain are going to play. Uh, I just don't really want to sell Antonio because he's got nice fixtures coming up. Um, but maybe I can get him back on at a later time. Like Brighton at home is good this week. Burnley away in 16 is pretty good. But sandwich between that is Chelsea at home. Arsenal away. Don't know about that one. It's really from game week. 18 onwards where they play Norwich, Southampton, Watford, Crystal Palace and Leeds that are going to want him. So maybe I do sell him this week and then back to him in four or five weeks time. Because if I get to where I want to be... Then turn Tony you know, into him in four or five weeks time. So I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. If I get to where I want to be, you know, and, uh, you know, I get Jota and I get Gundogan in in a few weeks time, I've kind of got... And you can never say your team is set. But as it is at the moment with James, Rudiger, Alexander-Arnold, Cancelo and Nivermento, I don't see myself using any defensive transfers in the next few weeks yeah you know even if chelsea keep conceding goals and stuff like that i'm sticking with that double chelsea defense um i don't want to go up from gallagher i don't really want to go down from gallagher uh rafina is not going to last he's got two more weeks before his fixtures turns so uh, salah's obviously not going anywhere and i can see myself uh using my last remaining transfers moving around basically antonio my three strikers and my two my third and fourth midfielders so I got to figure out what to use him on, so I could just, yeah, I, I can see myself coming off premium striker and go down to three duds in the forwards soon enough. Anyway, but Kane is there for now. I'll just commit to that decision for another two more weeks and reassess. Mm, so you're not. Uh, oh. Go on. I was going to ask, how do you feel about Kane? 
because like, you're feeling a bit sour now. Obviously, that game got postponed today. Uh, no, I wouldn't say I'm feeling sour. I think um, it's hard to feel sour about something that's so uh, out of our control, like so kind of freak. Like those random things like uh, postmo- pos- uh, weather postponements and stuff like that. They... Um, like they, you know, you just can't predict them. So I wouldn't take to, wouldn't let that affect me too much. I think that my plan, would, like the, what I wanted to attack, was um, the Norwich match in fifteen. I think um, Norwich and Brentford are, are well. Obviously, this was pre um, Dean Smith coming to Norwich, and he's got a couple of clean sheets and stuff. But I was trying to attack Norwich in game week 16 when Salah is uh, away to Wolves, maybe look for a bit of a differential. And in Brentford a week before that in game week 14, it uh, looked kind of appetising as well. It wasn't so much the the Burnley match, um, and I've already suffered the Leeds match, which was a blank. Do you get me? So I'm still waiting, biding my time. And the plan, you know, was to keep a premium striker spot there. I'm going to keep keep one for the season. There's so little premiums floating around this season, I feel uncomfortable. Like, um, you know, usually you have a couple that you're trying to balance, like a Kane, a Son, a KDB, a, a Fernandez, a fucking Salah, all that kind of shit. And I just have Salah right now, and Kane's there almost because of how insecure I feel not having another captain option. And I'm worried that, um, you know, I, I, I want to have that second choice. Like, this season, I, I captained Son in game week two or whatever against Watford because I had that second captaincy option and uh, I don't want to let I, I, don't, I don't want to just be perma-captaining Salah the whole time or trapping myself mm-hmm. into perma-captaining Salah the whole time I want to hit other options so I'm happy to keep the premium striker spot there be that Kane Lukaku or Ronaldo in the, in the coming weeks um, I don't see myself dropping to three duds as you call them dead duds but um, I feel that's wise I, I mean like you you talked about perma captaining Salah there. Well, like if you had if you're in that, okay, then that's one thing. But like Salah over the last three weeks, six going backwards. Mm-hmm. Thirteen he had six, twelve, eight points, and then game week eleven he had five points. So what's that? Nineteen points. Mm-hmm. Over that same time, Trent is like starting going backwards again, has had nine this week, fifteen and twelve. He's outscored him in each of those three weeks. Yeah. So he's that's had a whole different turn- argument. Do I go all the way? Like I'm arguing about having a premium defender, and you went all the way. Do we captain our fullbacks now? And that's a fair question. That's a fair question. Just point. Yeah, but it's just that kind of like you know the the price that can be paid sometimes for perma captaining someone like Salah. Yeah. You know he's yeah. he's been tipping over, and we're, I think everyone's kind of been happy enough. You know, with you know, uh, six points this week, eight points last week. I'm happy with those returns yeah, for a captain. But I mean, you could have had nine points this week for. You know, if you we all identified Liverpool was probably going to do well, and we know how well Alexander Arnold is. If you do stray outside the lines, you know, in your coloring book, you might find your captaincy on the likes of that. You could have made 17 more points over these last two weeks. So there, there are there's room there and scope for for a bit of bit of fun. There is. Uh, I mean, I like just, I could have also, you know, kept Vardy instead of Kane, and like he got that massive haul today, two goals, and I'm sure there would have been a few Vardy owners out there thinking, like, I could stick the cap on... You know, if Salah hadn't had such a fucking equally nice fixture this week, like, you you wouldn't have had a problem sticking an armband on a, 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 a Leicester attacker against Watford. I wouldn't have, anyway. I would have before. Like, that's part of the reason about keeping um, Vardy was with this Watford game in mind. But, yeah. you know, after he blanked against Watford... Or not Watford. After he blanked against Leeds in game week 11 and then blanked against Chelsea and hit so many blanks, I was like, no, can't trust him with the armband, even though it was a great fixture. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have done it 
this week. So fair play to anyone. I haven't seen anyone out there with Captain Vardy this week. If they did, fair play. That's a brave move. Um, but yeah, I'm just starting to think I don't want any premium. I don't even want a second premium. I want to spread that funds yeah. around. But this is very. It leaves you very inflexible then to get to a premium. That's the problem. That's but what I, I'm I, I, I could. I'd honestly want Salah and then just the rest of my team to be like seven to. 0.5 to 8.59 million players um at the, as it stands but uh, are you still so you, you said obviously that the plan is target norwich you mentioned beforehand how that plan had not been going it well previous weeks for you well. like jimenez this week did nothing tony the week before that did nothing uh stuff like that i think Bardi blanked Bardi. against norwich didn't he lukaku yeah. got injured the week of norwich uh you know what i mean i've just had no luck uh with uh, trying to attack the norwich fixtures this week but um, yeah. that doesn't stop me looking at game week 15 and uh, thinking I'd probably... Unless, I like, you know, if if he blanks, if Kane... That's the question. If Kane blanks against Brentford, do I captain him against Norwich in, game, in the following game week? If he blanks on Tuesday or Wednesday night, whatever fucking night they're playing... And then the weekend, do I have the cojones to uh, to captain him against Norwich? I don't think I do. But, you know, I yeah, never had any faith in myself. So. I I haven't earmarked who I'm going to captain that week anyway. I'm going to base it on form. I mean, we haven't seen anything about Kane. So if Kane so gets far, a so hat-trick Kane... against Brentford during the midweek, oh. are you going to look at captain him at the weekend? Yeah, I would, yeah. Yeah, me too. You, would you not? I, no, no, yeah, me too. I'm not, I'm not laughing at you. The, the tougher question is, if he blanked, would you captain him? And I think I wouldn't. Yeah, if he gets a goal, then it's a tougher decision because. But it depends how Spurs look. Okay, we went in on Spurs early. Uh, we got a bit boned by it. Okay, but we went in early and only because uh, Vardy you... returned this week. Of, for me personally, like if Vardy blanked this week, I'm whatever two for two or something like that. It's, it's... do you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just think. But go on. Sorry, sorry. No, but I was saying like, we we got boned in that. We thought we were getting in to get uh, take advantage of the new manager bounce and you know the fixtures. But we only got one of those fixtures, and the other fixture they didn't. They only come out to play for forty five minutes. Um, but yeah, I, like I, I can't. Uh, I can't see myself like if, if just say he does blank against Norwich, would you move over to Ronaldo like the plan exactly. was in game week fourteen? I will. Like yeah. against Norwich, I will. I will stick to that plan. And it brings us on to our next talking point, which is you know since we last potted, uh, United have had two matches under Michael Carrick, the interim to the interim manager, and they've uh, announced that uh, Ranić is going to be. Uh, taking over to the end of the season and uh, following, you know, having some behind the, the scenes kind of role after that. So he'll be the new interim manager. At least it's not; it hasn't been, I think, officially confirmed. But like that's essentially what uh, everyone's talking about, and we're gonna, you know, base it on that. So obviously, there's going to be a new manager coming in. A lot of games in a short space of time means that he won't have a lot of time to actually implement his. Uh, you know, he won't have a lot of time at the training pitch implementing whatever ideas he wants to bring for the, into the team. That's not going to probably happen until the new year. And, uh, yeah, it, it throws a bit of a spanners in the work, spanner in the works of where I was looking at regarding Ronaldo, but not too much of a spanner. <laughs> like, not enough for me mm-hmm. to to worry about it. Like, I think, you know, come game week 16, I'm going to have a United asset in my team, and that will probably be... Ronaldo, because their fixture list, their fixture run is too good. I can't tell which United asset I, I would want. Their fixture run is insanely good, but you know, 
Randy Kisolting is uh, pressing, or what's it, Guggen Press? Is Gagen that what press, he coined? Gagen Press, is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. Was that not um, Klopp that coined it? Or was that, is that right? Oh, no, it's the other way Klopp learned it, yes, Klopp yes, learned yes, it from yes, him, apparently. Right. I don't know. I like, I'm not in Ofe with all this stuff. But um, basically, yeah, if he's bringing that in, where do you see Ronaldo's uh, you know, input in there? Like, Ronaldo was dropped today. It would be really interesting if, he's, but I imagine... if he doesn't start the first game for, for Regnick, Thor Ragnarok, whatever his name is. I'm going to call him Thor. Mm. Yeah. If he doesn't start the first game for Thor, then, uh, yeah. What What then? Then Ronaldo plans out the window. Yeah, but do Back you honestly think he's going to be just sitting on the... Do you think the, the one of the best players in the world is going to be sitting on the bench all the time? Even if you are... Have a clue. I, I don't. Again, you might be right, and it's something we will, we will have to wait and see, and that is the kind of thing that would put me off it. If, like, all of a sudden, uh, you know, for United's fixtures against... Who would have been Arsenal midweek, Crystal Palace uh, the week after... If Cavani's fit, Cavani could be the shout because Cavani does a whole lot of pressing. I can see Cavani being kind of uh, more in the manager's plans if that's the case. But his fitness is, is so he's like injured so often that I don't know if he's going to be available by then. But mm-hmm. I would love to. Like I thought Cavani was going to have an amazing season this year before Ronaldo signed, and since then he's become like a non-starter basically. I never saw Cavani ever being fit enough for 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 lots of minutes. So. Um, I didn't have too much hope, but I, you know, obviously, as you know, seeing what he was capable of when he is facing on the pitch, I was excited for that. But as an FPL manager, not not a whole lot. But uh, yeah, I'll be still looking to to target those fixtures in, in coming up. But um, I guess we are talking about the new United manager. There's another new manager that's uh, making waves in the in the Premier League at the moment, and we we kind of touched on on him a while ago. But Stevie G, he's made his return. Uh, in the Aston Villa dugout, and uh, he saw Villa to their second victory um, in a row, I believe, this week. They won last week as well, I think. Two and two. two, and two. Yeah, um, I still don't know what to make of uh, Aston Villa now. Um, I kind of, in my head, still think of them as poor, so kind of, yeah, target them. Uh, you know, when you're you're picking your players, I'm like, okay, they're playing Aston Villa, that's a good fixture. But yeah, two and two makes it a bit difficult. That said, you know, it seemed to be a bit of a smash and grab victory against Crystal Palace. I don't know if it was smash and grab is the right term here now, but they only had an XG of 0.5 and they scored two goals. Um, Crystal Palace had a higher XG, 0.88, so maybe they deserve to win. You, I haven't seen the you're game. You're really doing this XG thing a lot tonight, James. I have a look at it. That's mad. I just had a look. I, when I haven't seen the games or I've just seen kind of like quick highlights and I haven't really been able to analyze it properly, I just have a quick look at the XG just to see, look, what's the story of the game saying? Because sometimes points are like these guys had really good chances. And look, they can be deceptive because you could have like a shot from point blank range that the keeper saves and then it falls to another guy and he misses an open goal or yeah, I get it. kicks straight to the keeper. So it doesn't really, so that can like rack up the XG or you could have a penalty miss or something in there. But like, uh, there's no penalty miss for Crystal Palace. Yeah. Here I mean, I'm just, I'm just highlighting it because uh, myself and Patty just spent 45 minutes making knob gags and uh, you've been throwing <laughs> XG at me since we sat down. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm trying to bounce off it. Yeah. Look, it's just something I just want to try and get a bit more, context into today's games because i just missed a lot of them just no, I get it, being I get a family it. man over the weekend stop, so yeah stop with your family man shit we know you're out in a bender a four-day bender and i have to drag you out of the gutter just to get you on the show but stevie g you think he's a fraud is that what you're saying your xg stevie xg is a lie <laughs> no uh like i don't know is the point being but i gotta shift my mindset for them being poor and out to being yeah they could be okay again um McGinniesta. is he uh 
he did say like after the, the match yeah McGuinness is great and I like him too but he did say after the match that the, the gaffer uh, in a Scottish accent I didn't do a Scottish one but um, mm. he said that he was told in those positions to have a crack at it well McGinn has got a good he foot. does he's he got does. a good finish from that kind of distance outside the box and we can uh, see so, and that, Gerard's trying to nurture yeah exactly and he's trying to nurture that kind of you know, oh, dude, just do what, just do what I used to do. You know, yeah, Gerard, Gerard knows how to finish from there as well. So he, you know, he he's got a sense for these things. He sees him in training. He's like McGinn, just shoot every time you get into that position. And look, yeah, I'm not going go to go to McGinn. Guess how many goals and assists McGinn has this year? How many goals and assists? Yeah. Uh, he scored before. I, I'd say that's his third goal. Might have two assists. The same amount as Gundogan. Three goals, one assist. Now he yeah. has played. It looks like a significantly larger amount of minutes. Um, but yeah, 10-point haul. Um, and you know us, we're all about the, the latest latest craze. City next week, Villa are going to walk it. Absolutely walk it. Yeah, well, like that's the thing. Uh, who would you prioritize? So say I did want to get a... Uh, I did want to take a hit this week. So Cancelo... Or sorry, not Cancelo, but Gundogan playing Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. And you know Jota playing Everton. Who would you, who would you say is a better one to go for? And then say I'll get the next one in uh, kind of on the weekend after. So looking at the next two fixtures at a minimum, uh, Liverpool have Everton and Wolves both away, and City have Villa and Watford both away. Um, Gundogan Jada, I go Jada. I think uh, you go Jada this weekend. Uh, Gundogan in then for the Watford game at the weekend. I never said I'd go Gundogan in. But um, but yeah, I would I would prioritize was, Jota over the two. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I could just take a minus eight or do that if you had a pair of balls. That that would be my first suggestion. Is just do it right now. I think I'd rather like to, I'd like to target both of them right now. Yeah, that's what they're I both. They're definitely my moves. So I'm either going rolling my transfer this week and going minus four next week and get all three of those in. You mm-hmm. know, um, or I'll go. Uh, minus four this week and get whoever I don't get in of the two, those two midfielders in at the weekend. Um, those I think are going to be my moves. I think I'm going to take a hit this week or next week. I think you need to actually pull pull your finger out of your ass. And go minus eight this week. Not even think about it, man. Just do it. Like actually, and that's your team set up. Then roll your transfer next week. You don't even know if I'm. You don't even know if I'm serious. That's so much. Oh, I do know you're serious. <laughs> I know you're serious because you want me to take minus eight. You don't know if this... I genuinely think it's the way, if it's the right option though. You just think I'm trying to sabotage oh, yeah, yeah. you. No, I do. No, no, I do know. I do know what you think. I do know you think I shouldn't do that. No, I think you should do that. You don't. I think do. That. I know you. When was the last time you took a minus eight? You would never endorse a minus I've eight. I've taken minus Wait. eights. That's happened. If I was having the shocking start of the season, just outside the hundred k mark, like you, hundred and five k. Delete your team. I might as well. You might. You might as well go full hog. Talking about talking. I'm having. I'm in a fine position. Don't worry. But talking about shocking (laughs) positions. Right? How do Paddy's team do this week? Uh, I've no idea. I don't look down. I don't look down that far in the in the FPL ranks. He he had a green arrow, right? He was on like 49 points or something like that last night. He had Jota. Yeah, that was his move this week. Well, he's not here, so he doesn't get to brag about it. All right. Simple as that. Mm -hmm. No, he did though. He. I'm joking. He did. Uh, get Jota in this week and uh, yeah all went well I think um, just kind of probably the same as myself uh, just a slightly above the average score which is uh, you know always good um, but looking yeah but find him here he must he must be on a green arrow well it wouldn't be hard he's like one point fucking whatever million um, but uh, getting that back to brass tacks especially while you're looking through that 
Um, we're nearly done. We're nearly done. We've we've done so much uh, FPL digesting. Oh, actually, he didn't. He had a bad day today. Oh, really? <laughs> I felt like today yeah. had been a bad day. So he was on forty nine points yesterday. He finished on fifty three. <laughs> what? Who got all the points today? Then I don't think I got much points. So today. he got zero oh, points for Ronaldo today. Yeah. He got one point for <laughs> that yellow card was pretty hilarious. Yeah. He got two points for Antonio. He got three. Uh, he got one point for Cancelo. One point for James. Yeah. Oh yeah. He just had like four points today. Um, didn't do too great. So yeah, he actually. I don't know if he got a green or red. I, he might have actually got a red. I'm gonna call out his uh, overall rank there because he's been giving so much shit to the listeners that I think it's no, no. only fair. He got a green. Yeah, he's up to one point three seven. I guess if you're one point three seven million, you heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> But I told him a few weeks ago, you're back inside top million soon, you know? Yeah. Um, and then you just plummeted. Just got to keep playing ABC FPL. Yeah. And then you plummeted all the way out of the 100k, Seamus. So you've left us up to little old me. I dropped 10k. Would you give plummeted me all the way out. I need to get it in now. I only get these conversations every two weeks. So I don't want to yeah. I don't want to miss my chance. Um, while you're here, tell me who you captain in next week. Uh, or game week. Not next week, but game week 14. Who are you captaining? Let me pull up my team here. Okay, so auto captain is right on uh, Salah right now. So I've got a pretty well set up. Mm-hmm. Um, double Chelsea defense against Watford away. Although we do know that they attack quite a bit, but I'd be confident of a clean sheet there. Uh, Cancelo away to Aston Villa. Alexander Arnold and Salah uh, away to Everton. Uh, I'd be tempted to captain Kane against Brentford, but I've seen zero form from Spurs to trust him with the armband. I think it would have to be with Salah. Yeah, you're going with the the, the easy shot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, unless I just you can't. go minus eight, and all of a sudden you've got gun again. Mm. No, I'm not captain him either. No, you need um, something to I pull your I... season out of the mire. I got <laughs> tip away. Uh, if I was going to go for any kind of punty captain this week, it would probably be like Rafina against Crystal Palace. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, no, what about you? That. I'm looking forward to that match. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought about this. Uh, Salah. No, I'm just going to go Salah. Everton still look kind of shit. Um, like, I know they lost today to Brentford, so it's not shocking to say yeah. that they're still looking kind of shit. Um, but, yeah, I just think Liverpool, I know it's away, and I know that, you know, we're back to having the full stadiums this year, so these derbies actually, you know, mean something when you're full-blooded. full-blooded yeah. yeah. But I do... Did you see, did you see Klopp's comments on the match? Uh on which on, on next week the Southampton game no, or no, no. Uh, yeah. what did he say oh he just basically was like oh well I think these matches can get blown out of proportion and I just uh, want to go there and play football so let's hope they do too uh, and I was just like oh you're such a little bitch Everton have Decore back though yeah I watched so him today and he does make a big difference but they're still absolutely shit um, <laughs> from what I like like Brentford could have got a couple of more today you have all your XG's there do you have XG for the Brentford Everton match uh, give me more. It takes a minute for this to load. Unfortunately, uh, where is it? But, Brentford Everton. I had it up earlier. I just I don't I can't recall from the top of my head. It was uh, close enough though. I think it was like, you know, one point whatever, one point eight to one point five. Load here in a second. Mm. But I remember thinking, yeah, I mean, Decore being back, I still wouldn't mind targeting him. Yeah, it was basically a draw in this one. It's one point two to Brentford to one point two two for Everton. Um, and it was just a penalty separating them, obviously. Uh, yeah. Uh, like obviously that penalty would have been a huge amount that would be about 0.7 or something like that um, so yeah Brentford didn't you know create a whole lot that's part of what makes me think selling Tony this week might 
be better. But yeah, I'm going to think long term. As I said, I've got like eight fixtures written out here in front of me, and like Tony's fixtures are better uh, than Antonio's for the first four. Uh, it's really those last four by game with Gazine where Antonio's are better. Mm-hmm. But sure, he could be inju- he could be injured by then. So I think I'll just I think I'll just sell Tony this week. I should have sold him before now probably it's the people who sold him a couple of what weeks do you mean you should have sold him before fun. now he's just gotten like 15 points in two weeks no antonio oh, sorry sorry I, just... I should have it's the people that sold antonio a couple of weeks back um like yourself real winners yeah, yeah exactly know? made a good decision um and that's gonna what that's gonna be what wins me the overall prize and speaking of overall prizes uh we have talked about the FBL Hangover December Mini League uh, competition. And I do think the league is still open, James. You reopened it and a couple of people hopped in. And uh, we're going to leave it open until the game week 14 uh, kicks off. And then we'll close it. And um, it'll be locked in for the rest of the year. But whoever is in the league between uh, and wins manager of the month, so the manager for December, it doesn't matter how shit you've been doing before that, you can come in. And uh, if you knock December out of the park, uh, we will send you off a goodie bag and a little pack full of shit. And uh, if you want to do that, the code is PC0861. It's on your screen if you're on YouTube. And if not, listen again. It's PC0861. Uh, this week, Seamus, uh, you won't be shocked to see that there, there's there been no change at the top of the FBL Hangover Mini League. Um, nope. Donny's Duds. He has been... He's been the, the, what would you say? He's been unfairly criticized, I think, by our podcast partner, Patrick. And uh, he's come back with a couple of comments, and he has uh, really really shoved it up his ass. Not, not oh, Paddy's asses, I, I mean. And uh, he's had a pretty decent week again. He's uh, got 57 this week. Um, at least this is what this is telling me now, again. No, no, I got the, I've got actually the, the most up-to-date league here. Oh. I can call it out to you. Live FPL. Way to make my fucking. There must be bonus points not included. (laughs) Sorry, uh, there must be bonus points or transfers not included here. But uh, I can tell you, he's got sixty-two points going to this. Uh, So he's top of the league. That's uh, and look, what's that moved him into overall? Because he was like in the top one k at the end of last season or Uh, last week. Uh, I'll find out here now, but uh, I didn't realize he was doing that well. Like he's like got a good twenty. Of course, you're too busy fucking throwing shade his way a couple of weeks ago. You and Patty, <laughs> I would take a week off, and you're calling people yeah. casuals left, right, and center. He's had a green arrow from uh, 938 overall. Jesus, that's brilliant. Up to 629. Oh, that's a big. That's a huge. It was arrow. a good yeah, fucking score. It was, yeah. But like his last two, his last two game weeks in a row, he's had. Uh, his game week rank has been the top 50k each week. So, you know, getting one of those, you know, five digit game week rank is a big green arrow. He's got two in a row. So, yeah, only game week 10. He You're was just in, probably uh, in your five game. digit game week score, Thierry. You've been, I saw you spouting that on Twitter. Oh, I haven't had one yet. Dare to re, dare to weeks where you make the real ground, kids. Calling everyone kids on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, well, they are. I know, I know. I just try to do anything I can throw at you. Rank. <laughs> a six-digit rank is all you want. You want to, you just want to keep like sub one million each week, yeah. you know, or you know, and you're you're flying. Um, you just you're getting green after green if you do that. But I mean, yeah, get one of those, and you that's where you make like you have your rank. But he got two in a row, so yeah, he's uh he's up to six hundred and what did I say six twenty nine. Yeah, yeah. So like, well done. Uh, yeah, he's twenty four points clear of uh, FPL Ferry Steve Horn, who's on nine thirteen. 
And uh, your man in Mexico, Gavin Doyle, is in third, 9-12, just a point behind. Scott Kent in fourth with his team Spreadsheet Warriors, 909 points. In fifth, we got Jack Spaulding with his team Emil Smith-Joe. Uh, that's 902 points. Then we've got our good friend uh, FPL Robert Ducky with his team uh, Robert Duckies. That's Peter Ovington, 899. Martin Baker, 899, tied with him there. Baker's Beauties. Uh, then I can't read that. That's I just call Trevor B's team. Just Trevor, yeah. Yeah, Trevor B's <laughs> team, 897. And he seems to have Japanese characters or. That something? could be. Anything. That might not be Japanese. That could be like Norse ruins for all I fucking know. They could be. I don't yeah. know what it is. Uh, and t- in ninth, then you've got Shawshank Redmondson. That's a good team name. That's a bit in uh, Mukherjee. And uh, yeah, in number 10, then FPL dad, Richard Everson. So he's a uh, he, uh, former number one. Dropped from fifth down to 10th. Uh, he's sliding, but uh, I'm sure he can arrest that slide. He's still top 10. Mm, yeah. Well, for those watching, I apologize because the order was arseways. Uh, so, yeah, the uh, official FPL site obviously hasn't updated shit. Um, but, yeah, that's the, the mini league. And, yeah, Donny might be having a smashing game week or run at the moment, but he isn't manager of the month for December. None of that will count. It's winner takes all Seamus so get yourselves into the link or into the league and uh, there'll be I think you can put a link in things I might put a link in the description down below um, but that about wraps it all up Seamus we've done our we've done our duties we've done our duties on uh, game week 13 now obviously with the tight turnaround or game week uh, 13 and 14 obviously with the tight turnaround game week 15 might come a little bit too soon for us uh, so we, I'm gonna. This is me beating around the bush saying I'm gonna maybe <laughs> do a live stream on Thursday, but I don't want to make any promises because I'll see what I can put together and what will work is. But um, I'm thinking like I might do a post Man United. It could be the post first Ranić match as well against Arsenal. We don't know anything. It's exciting. Um, and uh, I might do a post-match live stream, which would obviously focus in a bit more specifically on Gaming 15, but I think we've covered a bit of both this evening, and uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Seamus, you have all the dirty details. Where can they find the show? Yeah, um, before I just give out that, I just want to point out as well, cause we mentioned it pre-pod for ourselves, and I, I think we meant to mention it on the pod. Uh, every team that's playing at home this week is playing at home in Gaming 15 too. And vice versa, if you're playing, if they're playing away. So, like for example, in 14, United are at home to Arsenal. They're also at home in 15 to Palace. So the home teams don't have to travel the next two weeks. I guess with the tight turnaround time, that seems to be intentional. I, so, I won't lie, I didn't forget. I just I didn't understand when you said this beforehand. I don't know what it means. Like, can you put it in a TLDR? What should FBA managers know? Yeah, if your team is playing at home game week 14, they're also going to be home. We've got two home games in a row. Or you've got two away games. For sure, we never fucking advocate looking at only two game weeks anyway. So unless what? you're... Well, we never advocate just looking two game weeks ahead. So it doesn't matter if they balance out two weeks after. Isn't that what you said? Oh, no. Just, it's something to think, consider when you're making your transfers. You know, if somebody's got, um, you know, a nice home game this week, you know, and you're considering getting them in, just know they'll have another home game the following week as well. It might make your decision a bit easier. Jota's got away. I think you think it's interesting. I, think it's I feel something. dumb. I think it's worth considering. I think I feel, I think I'm just missing something. Like I genuinely think, oh, well, that is an interesting point. But. Well, normally you're, normally your team is home one week away the next week, home one week away the next week, a lot of time. This is one of those rounds where it's home, home, away. Or, you know, so. Okay, come back to me and go, do you remember a couple of weeks ago when you were being a dope at the end of the podcast? Here's what I meant and you'd be able to show me the two fixtures side by side and I'll go, ah. cut. cut I, I, I mean, 
It just means if you're, <laughs> it just means if you're at home, if you've got if you've got a team who's at home this week, they've got three home games in their next four. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Oh, I get you. So if you're going minus eight this week, you shouldn't get in players that are playing away for the next two. Yeah, like Jota, see the, all the all the big teams like Man City, Chelsea, um, and. Uh, Liverpool, yeah. they're all away this week. So they've got three away games in their next uh, four, unfortunately. so Let me ask you a quick question before uh, I let you shove out all the, the social media. Alonso, yeah or nay? Uh, yeah, I think he's... I can go Marcel to Alonso this week. Oh, yeah, I'd probably do that. Yeah, so you think do that because that's what I'm thinking I'll do. I mean, I'm a bit worried. He went off in like 88 minutes, the 88 minutes and Tuchel did say like, you know, oh, I just, you know, he's he hasn't played a lot of minutes and uh, I wanted to, you know, attack the fact that United weren't using a lot of forwards. So that was what he excused that with. You pretty confident that he's going to play Chelsea's upcoming fixtures? Like he just is the Chilwell well replacement, right? Yeah. Actually, I'd like to just admit, I, I, look, I think he's a fine pick. If I didn't have James, I'd be pr- prioritizing James personally, but you, ca- you can't get him. I have yeah. Rudiger. I think Rudiger and Alonso are okay. Yeah, would you not uh, wait a week and just get on James? I See, I think I'd rather wait a week and get on James, get on who I think is the right answer. But look, uh, or, sorry, not Chilbo, Alonso took all the set pieces, the corners today. The, oh, he took so, all of the fucking corners. Yeah, left and yeah, right. That's, and I was watching so. that and I was going, this is crazy. Like, James has actually become a worse asset. And I do think that with ZH on the pitch, James is a little less uh, attacking. But that's just ice test. ZH is only on the pitch, you know, this week. You know, he probably won't be on the pitch next week, you know. Yeah. There's, think- there's people like, you know, Havertz had a knock. I know he was available. Lukaku's back now as well. I think with Lukaku back, James is going to be... Incredible asset to have. Um, you know, he's exactly the sort of player you want to be whipping in there. Uh, and I'd like to just amend my previous statement. Um, Kevin De- Kevin De Bruyne actually... is not a has-been. I just wanted to get that in before the show <laughs> is over. No, I was incorrect. I said, you know, if you've got, uh, you know, if you've got a home game this week, you've got uh, three home games in four. Mm-hmm. It's actually three home games in five because it actually turns out then they, they do it the opposite way. If you've got two home games next, you've got two away games in 16, 17 mm. before it's back in 18 again. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, if you've got a home game this week, you've got three home in five. Okay. Slightly better than average. Yeah. yeah, but it's not, it's not, it's nothing. I thought it might be able to take more advantage of that. Anyway, the dirty details of the pod. Okay, you can follow us on Twitter if you're not already at FPL Hangover. If you want to follow me, I'm at FPL Drunk, but follow the pod. Uh, we're also on YouTube, so you might be watching our beautiful faces um, on there. Make sure you like, subscribe. Uh, we're also available on to here on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, Castbox. I listen to Pocket Cast, Pub, Radio Public, Stitcher. I might start listening on a few more. Might start listening on Apple Podcasts a bit more. But if you are listening on like uh, any of these like Apple Podcasts, make sure you like and rate the pod because that helps more people find us. Yeah, do what he does. Also, email us at gmail, g- flhangover at gmail.com. Is there anything I've missed? Did you do the Twitter? I was too busy laughing you listing out all the fucking podcast platforms. I know, yeah. Uh, it makes us seem more professional that we're on all these different podcasts. Uh, what are you listening <laughs> on? What are you listening on, Jared? Uh, I do Spotify, yeah. I'm, I do Spotify, man. Spotify. Yeah. I think they're bringing like video to Spotify soon as well, so hopefully I'll be able to start putting this up on, on Spotify uh, with a video. Um, 
I, yeah, no, I, I did the I did the Twitter already. Yeah, they all they were posting Twitter. All right, cool. That's brilliant. Uh, okay, enjoy your little rest before game week fourteen kicks off. Ensure that you enjoy the game week, and most importantly, God bless.